I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's time. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Thursday. It's a special Thursday episode of the Pantelis podcast. We're going to get to my guest in a minute. But first, I want to remind you guys that the French cast, if you're bilingual, is up everywhere. On YouTube, it's on iTunes, it's Google. You can get it wherever you want. And we got some dates. Poseidon, the dates are April 25th, Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Yes. Comedy Bar. Tickets on my website. Earlier than that, if you're in Montreal, March 13th, me and uh, the moronic uh, Guido Grasso, as well as our boy Massimo, are together at uh, the Leonardo da Vinci Center, March 13th. Tickets are on my website. April 3rd? April 3rd, Sherbrooke. If there are English-speaking people in Sherbrooke, are there? I was told there aren't. We're about to find out. Tickets on my website and in French. May the 9th, right? Yes, Quebec City. May the 9th, Quebec City. All right, having said all that, let me introduce you guys to my guest today. A good friend of the show, a friend of mine, friend of Poseidon's too, which is rare to find people that actually like Poseidon. It's Sid Kular. How are you? For, that was that was that was very that was very low energy, Sid. <laughs> Try to bring you in happy, and you're like, hey, how's it going, boys? <laughs> so, uh, Sid, for people that don't know that are not in Montreal, uh, Sid is uh, one of our best uh, comedy show producers. He's a booker, produces shows around the city, uh, straight out of Montreal. He's wearing the shirt right now. Uh, how many fans are you at on Facebook right now? Uh, approximately forty thousand. Fuck me, dude, that is killer. It's good. Yeah. Started from scratch. You you, you start from the bottom. Now I'm here. I like that. I like your style. <laughs> and sadly, uh, we have Poseidon with us again. Woohoo! Poseidon, anything you're plugging? Uh, just these butts. No. Uh. <laughs> See, this what I have to fucking. Do, yeah. This what I have to fucking this, do with. It's always jail talk with <laughs> Poseidon. Yeah. It's like, hey, you had a good day. I wasn't raped. Just <laughs> the Poseidon sixty nine on Instagram and Twitter. All right. And uh, in the description, you guys are curious, especially if you're in Montreal. I have the links to all of. Um, uh, Sid's uh, events pages, so his the website, uh, the Facebook, and the Instagram, just so you can check your stuff out, and if you're in the city, get some tickets. Uh, so far, all the shows that you put on that I'm part of, sellouts. Yeah, they all, uh, we're all we're doing well so far. Yeah. Um, so far, you know, we started Wednesday, Sundays, also doing well. Mostly full, mostly sold out. Friday, Saturdays are always sold out, starting Thursdays in May, and that's looking promising, so we'll see how that goes. And let me ask you, is it like a family thing? Because for those of you who don't know, again, uh, Sugar Sammy is your brother. So are you, as a family, were you guys like funny people? Do uh, you guys like the business? Or did it just happen because he went into it? You said, fuck it, I'm jumping, I'm jumping uh, on this too. The way I got into it? Yeah. Okay, so the way I got into it was I was doing my own thing. Um, so we both come from a promoting background. We used to promote nightclubs yeah. for like uh, around a decade. And then I was doing my own thing after that because I was getting too old to promote nightclubs. At a certain age, you're like, okay, like... I'm 30. I can't be hanging out with 18 year olds. Yeah, 18 year olds, you know. So, did that, and we had my, had my own thing going. And then, uh, Troy, I don't know if you know Troy. Uh, the Comedy Works guy, the right? Works, yeah. So, he asked I met him once. He asked me uh, at a certain point if I wanted to come manage his bar, and I said no because I was busy. Um, and then he ran to my brother three years later after I was doing pretty much nothing. I'm like, okay, I'll give it a shot. So, I went in, did that. Comedy Works eventually. Uh, had a flood because of a fire next door to Irish Embassy. 
Yeah, well, I thought it burned down, so the fire no. never hit the works. No, it was Irish Embassy that burned down, and then the f- the fire because it was like uh, uh, townhouses were in a row, right? So it was yeah. like stuck. It was like uh, these stuck buildings together. So um, Irish Embassy had the fire, and then we got flooded from the water that the firemen were trying to put it out with. Goddamn firemen! Well, yeah. the number one uh, danger to regular human beings: the firemen. <laughs> So that happened, and then uh, that's it. Then uh, people were like, uh, what are you going to do now? And I was like, you know what? I did all this uh, work already. I laid the foundation. So I might as well do my other, uh, I might as well do shows at other locations. So I just got venues to let me do shows at their places on off nights or dead nights or even nights where they're like, look, we need business. And then. Yeah, because your show's nomadic. It's everywhere in the city. It's it's not at one single place. Well, that's the good thing. So people are like, man, you guys, you take us on an adventure. Like we go to different places we, we would have never have gone to if uh, if you weren't doing shows. It's not one place. People are just bored of going to that same place always. Yeah. yeah but there is the, that clientele that likes. It's like home. They want to go to that one place. They have their seat. But I think the new, the the younger generation wants to go to different places, check out different things. You know, put their photos on Instagram and all Obviously. that crap. Yeah. So people come and they they love it. So we take them around the city. You have trouble uh, booking comics. Uh, me personally, no, I no. have trouble. I have a I have a good circle of uh, comics that I book, and then uh, I have also a good circle of comics that I don't book. Yeah, and, and <laughs> that's it. Yeah. What that's about it. that Amarez kid? Do you like that kid? I love that kid. Piece of garbage. I love that kid. He's. Right? I hope he gets banned from every club in Montreal. Uh, maybe maybe when I uh, quit the business, <laughs> I never quit the business. But he's a he's a good kid. I know that's a, it's, I'm fucking with him. It's an inside thing. <laughs> he got banned from a place. Uh, I like him too. Uh, there's a lot. You actually have a lot of good comedians on your roster that I like. Like just good friends that uh, whenever you bring me to one of your shows, I get to hang out with them. It's a lot of fun. Do you ever get? Because you, it's different since you're not like the club, right? You're not like, let's say the nest where they have a club. Do you get requests from people that are ridiculous? Like, uh, hey, you don't have enough Greeks. Have me on just because I'm Greek. Or there's not enough women. Have me on just because I'm a woman. Do people try to get on without merit just based on their whatever they are? I got that uh, at the beginning. Okay. Because, you know, they're like, oh, this guy's new. I guess let's... Bully him. Let's bully him a little bit. It's fun to bully the people. Yeah, so they did that to me at the beginning. And they're like, oh, you know... uh, you know, you're not having enough of this or enough of that on your shows, and uh, you're uh, misogynistic or you're like a racist or whatever. And I'm All like, true, and I'm like, I've, and I've I'm checked. Like, I'm like, I'm like, no, but it makes you think. You're like, am, am I? And then you're like, then you're, you're, but you're just slowly learning the business. And after a while, you're like, you know what? I'm not gonna book this way. Yeah. So you learn and you uh, you try, and then those people you just don't book anymore anymore. The people that try to bully you, yeah, the toxic. Yeah, you yeah. try to put them aside, and you're like, I'm not gonna even talk to you about getting on my show because every time you're on you cause a problem for me yeah well you are a well-known white supremacist or at least enthusiast i try to be so that's (laughs) (laughs) i try to hang out only with white people (laughs) right here (laughs) that's the problem with you indians what are you talking about haters of everything that's not white (laughs) bro you're so white yeah bro right now you're green i'm black (laughs) yeah okay (laughs) 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 then you're then you're indian (laughs) but he was fatherless so <laughs> oh, okay, that's the black yeah, side. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, 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 you set it up for us. We had to. We had to dunk that shit. I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> so yeah, so it's fucking crazy that you and your brother both um, came from that club background and then kind of stepped into the comedy game and did more than just step into it. You know, you both in your own respective fields 
are going in for domination. It's not a question of I want to be here. It's I want to have a starting position on the team and I want to fucking score some meaningful points. Yeah, but I think it has to do with your personality. Like I think we're both trying to excel no matter what yeah. that is. You know, if we, if I don't end up number 1, it's fine, but you just have to push to for to number 1. Push for yeah, push for even past number 1, you know, go to whatever you can. And if if it happens, it doesn't happen, it's fine. But if you're like, oh, I left, you know, I could have done it. Yeah, yeah. That's I don't want to be that guy at like 80. You know what? I could have made the NHL team. And you're like, okay. But I didn't. Tr- yeah, that's why I tell people. Yeah. Like, same thing about most of the stuff. Because I fail a lot, right? But you, a lot of people are like, oh, it's so easy. You're doing so much. But they don't look at all the shit that didn't work, you know? Because I had to try so hard to do so many different things and then find the things that could actually work. And the reason why I do it is because I don't want to regret later just not trying. So if I try and it just doesn't work, I fail. It's like a joke on stage. I'd rather try to be like, yeah, they didn't like that one. You know, they got pissed off. Instead of never trying and be like, fuck, should I have said that? I don't know. What if they would get what if? I don't care about the what ifs. Let me try it and then see what happens. Yeah, that's how comedy should be anyways. Yeah, well. Do your joke, and if the crowd doesn't like it, move on. And if if you like it, you can work on it, or or if it's already there, it's there. Well, you know how it is now, people... Depending on the room, depending on the, even trying a joke turns you into a bad person. So, yeah, I don't agree with that either. Oh, obviously, and I think it's gonna pass. Yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna pass. I think it's gonna come back around, uh, full circle, and it's gonna be just uh, a bunch of degenerates on stage. Are you looking at me? Yeah. Are you fucking talking shit right now? (laughs) I think I think as soon as that passes, Poseidon's gonna get on stage and start doing a set. Well. I wish he had that type of like stage presence. He doesn't have it for to just speak clearly into a microphone, and it would be fun to hear his stories. But at the same time, I think there is something fun about people who know him adjacently because of the different podcasts to hear stories about him on stage. Because a lot of times you've been there when I talk about him on stage, people who know him or heard of him are are all ears. They're like, "What did that fucking retard do?" <laughs> and they want to hear it from someone that could tell a story and then just look at him from a distance like, "You piece of shit." <laughs> so I, I think it's better than him going up and be like, "I put him from like, "Okay, I can't." But, 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 I don't talk but, but, but I no, but I think stage presence comes with time. Anybody that wants to do it, I think can do it. It just takes effort. And it's not going to be like some people are like coming to the scene and after 2 weeks they're like, "Hey man, so can I get a show uh can, can I get, I get a, a spot, spot on your pro show?" And I'm like, "No." People like, do that to you, yeah. like, like after two, three, two, three weeks. Like sometimes you're like, uh, no, man, like you you don't have the material, you don't have the stage presence. You're you transition, like you. The transitions from one joke to another are not working, and um, you know, like your your stories are all over the place. Like you don't remember half your material. So, what what was I gonna say? <laughs> I love that. Yeah, like, uh, uh, let me look at my notes. The notes, uh, for some reason, the notes still bother me. Even though I've seen comedians that could work it really well, and it looks like it's just part of the, like it looks like it's part of the show, uh, but for the most part, the notes always pull me out of it. Which is why sometimes I wish I had notes because I'll forget to try something new. I'm like, oh, that's what I forgot. But I still prefer that than pulling out notes on stage because I feel like the second I pull out the notes, the that illusion of of that you know that aspect of uh, we're watching something like uh, that entertainment value is it's lost it's kind of like mm. I, I feel like if you're watching a movie and then you see the boom mic come down a bit you yeah. re- you remember that you're watching a movie instead of you feeling like you're watching these people that's exactly. what i feel about the notes i could be wrong because i've seen a lot of people do notes and some do it properly but for me it just takes me out i think notes on open mics are fine yeah obviously. on pro shows there's no. no place for them okay mm. I don't think, and especially, you know, if you don't know how to handle your notes, like you're rifling through your, like, 
your notebook? Like some guys were like ten pages <laughs> in, going, "Wait, hold on one second. Did I talk about the communists? <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, oh man, this is not gonna go well. What's the yeah, What's the dumbest request you received? <clears throat> the dumbest request I've seen. So yeah, just open micros be like, "Hey man, can I uh, can I come do uh, 15 minutes on your pro show?" I'm like, "No, you can't do three yet." What? I'm like, "No, you can't." I'm like, no, but what? is that just a request? Like they're like, "Hey, can I do this?" Like they don't ask you how do I get to that point. They say, "Can I jump on that show?" No, yeah, I just want to do this. Like, I gotta start doing that. I gotta, I gotta start calling up like the Bell Center and be like, hey, "Let me ask you a question." <laughs> <laughs> no, I just want to do this for fifteen minutes. You're like, "No, nah, I don't, I don't think it's gonna work." Try doing it at uh, at another show on mine. It's not gonna happen. So, I just deny them. And like you know, I, I have a tight circle of people that are really good. So for you to take their spot, you have to be good. You have to be excellent. Like there's guys that are that have been trying to get on for a year now, and I haven't put them on because they're not good enough. Is it, are they white? <laughs> Some are white. Good. Some are brown. Good. You gotta keep. <laughs> look, sometimes you just gotta put white in his place. <laughs> I, I try to keep as many white people around me as possible. I know. Just, I, to, just in case the cops come looking. I know the percentage uh, of me getting arrested it goes <laughs> way lower. Not like, if he's around. Let me tell you. Just gotta look at him. Look, he's still here. He's a crime magnet. Uh, are, I'm still in shock that he's not in jail. I mean, a lot of people are. A lot of I, you know what I think it's the motivation. He sees all the stuff that we're working on. He sees like the, the we're at the cusp like yeah. of all these opportunities. He's like, I don't want to fuck this up. I don't want to fuck this up. But he fucks up every day, just not illegally. He just fucks up tasks. I told myself one thing: if I commit a crime, I'm taking him with me because there's no way I'm getting caught. God's on your side, my friend. God damn, bro. <laughs> <laughs> why, why you gotta throw me under the bus like that, bro? <laughs> if you're in a court, if you're in a courtroom with him about anything. You're going to get off uh, scot-free and he's going to get blamed for anything anything you want. Jewel heist. No, he's going to get off, I'm telling you. You look, think this he, guy? He did help me get off a ticket, though. Well, look, I have been to court 15 times. Yeah? I've lost once. Are you counting when you came with me? No. You should count that as one of your victories because okay, the so judge 16. clearly said... The so, judge, me versus the cop, the judge actually said, I don't find the witness credible at all. This guy, with his shirt open, his chain, he goes, what, does he but I, no, he doesn't know. what he said? Yeah. He goes, but I find the police officer less credible. Dude, the police officer looked like you raped his wife. His face was like, he's trying to understand, wait, what the fuck did the judge just say? I'm less credible than this fucking lunatic? You know how I walked in? You know the long coat? The long mobster coat? Yeah. Dress shirt, open. Open, chains hair. out, chest hair. Chains. Just and he kept, slick back hair. You know, the, they have those little mics in front, but those are for recording. Oh, yes. Yeah. So he kept leaning in, pulling it, and the guy's like, please, sir, stop leaning in. It's not a microphone. It does not amplify your voice. <laughs> they thought he was insane. What did you go to court for for 15 times? Is it just traffic tickets? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was like... Could you okay. imagine if he's no, 15 I was like, times? Wow. I was like, what serious? the fuck did he do 15 times? Well, those are the 15 times <laughs> just for the traffic tickets. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, 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 they're they hard on you for that shit. Okay, did you go for anything else? I can't say. <laughs> no, no, you've... No, 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 no it's a no, joke. No, I'm bugging you. Yeah. No, I haven't. No, no, there's no way. It's But his traffic <laughs> stuff varies from like... Small stuff to road, you know what I mean? Like yeah. they vary his stuff, but it's always it's always car related. If he's in a car, there's a chance he's gonna do something wrong. It's just we're very aggressive. We're very aggressive in cars in general. And uh, where do you work? Oh, that's uh, uh, <laughs> works, works right here, at Pantel's comedy. Exactly, yes, <laughs> I am employee of the month. Everyone, funny. So you don't do anything uh, car related for a living, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Now I know where this rage comes from. Yeah. Oh, dude. Uh, it's probably work related. But do you rage. have it? What? Do you have that rage in a car, or no? You're you're easy going. 
me, you know, I'm easy going. Like, I, know I thought it was I'm, a Montreal thing. I thought it was a Montreal. Montrealers have that no, rage. I think I've accepted that I'm not going to get anywhere fast if something is happening. There's construction or there's an. Oh, accident. I don't mind that. I'm talking about if you get cut off, if somebody flips mm. you the bird, that kind no. of stuff. No, you don't. Not care. Typically, no. Unless it's like really dangerous, I won't. I won't. If it's dangerous, then I, I get pissed off because then you're like you you're try to kill my me, life. homeboy. Yeah. yeah. Like, if you're if you're cutting me off at a safe distance, you know something. You guys, you people. Oh do yeah, it I don't care if someone goes in front of me. It's yeah, always it's the danger stuff, like shit like that. That's when I go crazy. Yeah, that's you know. Then you're like, okay, let me follow this guy. You're home. too calm. I let like me, it. Let me you're too calm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then I follow yeah. home. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't have time for that. I think. I know you live now, Consuelos. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have time for that. I don't know. To, you know, you get into this whole. You think about it. You have at a certain age, you're like, do I really want to fucking stop this guy and get into a fight? Nah, after is a that while, a rhetorical question, sir? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're you're not, you're 100 right. Yeah. That's how that's the mentality that you should have, and I try to have that for most situations. Yeah. Uh, there's the rare occasions where I'll go off, but uh, like I mean, really go off, because it's something dangerous, and or like somebody does something dangerous and then tells me to go fuck myself. Like I hate it when you're at fault and then you tell me to go fuck myself. Like yeah, if you did something yeah. dangerous and then I honk or something, and then you're like, look, man, sorry, I fucked up. I didn't see. Okay, then I let it go. I'm like, all right, whatever. But if you do something dangerous and you tell me to go fuck myself, yeah, that's when I go crazy. That's where I snap also. Yeah, because like, are you? Yeah, are you fucked, sir? <laughs> are you fucked? And you're lucky if it's me, because I won't kill you, you know. But one day you're gonna fall on someone who might kill you. <clears throat> yeah, that was a good timing. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, way to decriminalize yourself, sir. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Somebody is murdered in a road rage accident. They go back to this podcast. Yeah, I think Montreal's okay. It's okay, like as long as you're you're you're, you're level headed, I think it's fine. Yeah, mm. yeah. I think if if you're if you're young, when I was young, I was I was a bit crazy. You were a bit of a hothead. Yeah, but I think with time, I can't even imagine you like that. You're I'm, I'm you're so fucking. Yeah, I'm an old man now. I'm 40, 41. That's it's not old. Fucking old, bro. That's not old. Poseidon old. fucks dudes twice your age. <laughs> a lot of jail talk in this room. <laughs> <laughs> bro, you gotta become a millionaire somehow, right? <laughs> oh, is that I, the plan? I, 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 I'm I, sucking this guy's ri- retirement money. <laughs> gotta get written in the will. <laughs> You're doing the uh, Anna Nicole Smith the retirement plan. Yeah, but he does it to all unemployed old people. <laughs> he doesn't realize. He's like, bro. Oh, you do that scam where you? Uh, he collects you, a penny from a thousand people instead of like a million dollars from two people. <laughs> you fuck unemployed dudes, and then you don't declare when they die, and then you just keep collecting their welfare. Their check, dude. That's some scam you do. I, see, scam. I see him doing it. Yeah, I can see you doing that scam. Not actually banging just, them, but I just, just hide them away. Yeah, just killing old people and taking their pension. I could see you doing that. I don't uh, want you no, to do that. I, I don't want to see you do it. I could never. Do old people, I, I would feel too bad. Oh, so you're just, just young would, people. No, no, no. But That's like, where he draws the line. It's age related. <laughs> no, but like, I don't know. It's just a little old person. You know what I mean? Like, I, I. What if it's a big old person? No, but you know what I mean, right? Like, I'm not sure anymore with you. I'm not sure either, to be honest, <laughs> with myself. <laughs> so you saw the the announcement of uh, Mike Ward's who's a good at the Bell Center? Yes. Yeah, that's uh, that's amazing, amazing news. Gonna be the biggest live podcast in history. Uh, it's never happened before. We're live in, in one place. There's twenty thousand fucking people for a podcast. Yeah, but also when Mike does a podcast, it doesn't feel like a podcast. No, I watch the podcast. Some you know some podcasts feel like a podcast. Yeah, like you watch some of them, and you're like, man, like I, I'm, you're working, you're listening to the podcast. You're like, man, I don't want to even listen. To yeah, this. it feels. Um, I don't know what the word is. I don't know if it's cheesy or ha- like him. It's just it's dudes just fucking around. Which yeah. is how we like to do. That's why I told you before the show. Some people come on here and they're nervous. Are you gonna ask me? And like, that's not what this is. It's not like an inter- oh, you better answer question six. No. It's just shooting the shit. We'll see where we get to. It's a conversation. 
Yeah, like he, he like his podcast makes you feel like you're part of it. Yep. And you're watching it, and it passes by so fast, and you're like, let me go check the next episode. Exactly. On it. You know, and uh, Mike's really good at that. And he makes uh, he has good jokes, and he's just yeah. he's, not, he's not only there to entertain his guests. He he rips on them a little bit. And yeah, it's, exactly. It's he doesn't take it too seriously. He yeah. fucks around. He um, we've been on there. Uh, besides, mm-hmm. Poseidon ate the whole time when we were on there. Oh, yeah. The first time, yeah. yeah. I, I went on a second time, but when he, when I went on with him, he just had food keep just getting eating. brought to him. This is at, at Bordel? At Bordel, yeah. yeah. So during the show, so people at one point, they're like, is this guy fucking serious? Like, people notice, like, this guy just keeps stuffing his face. Poseidon <laughs> <laughs> just went for the free food. Yeah, because it's me and Mike talking. After a while, people are like, what about that fucking, but that mammoth <laughs> guy on stage? He's just, he's not saying anything. He's just eating. <laughs> but when you're on the podcast, you just get free food? Normally, nobody asks for it. You could if you want, but he's the only one that's like, yo, Poseidon keep, keep just coming. went for free shit. Yeah, like, Poseidon heard. It's like a buffet. Like free drinks, eh? And they're like, yeah, hey, and food too. You want to eat something? He's like, whoa, what? <laughs> and he misunderstood. He thought it's only when he's on the show. So he fucking capitalized. He's like, all right, while this thing I, is recording. I, I how, long week's this, worth. <laughs> how long does this podcast last? Yeah, he's like, you guys keep talking. It sounds interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Keep uh, talking, yeah, Pantelis. He, yeah, yeah. He's like, yes. Agreed. <laughs> that was his two cents. <laughs> Objection. Then he just kept eating. But no, he's a, he's a very good. Obviously, Mike's a good podcaster. But uh, this is so. I'm like, I feel like a little schoolgirl because it's one. It's hard to get excited for shit. The older you get, you know, everything kind of becomes like meh. Yeah. But well, this it's, is it's something. Cause, it's because you're in the industry so long that you've done how many podcasts so far? Oh, Maybe like yeah. a couple hundred or whatever. Yeah. After a while, you're just blasé about it. You're like, like to you, this is home. It's like yeah. One of the first ones I've done. So it's one of the first ones you've done. But think no, I've done like three or four. But this is like you know I'm this still new f- to this. This is the first legit one you've done. Yeah, yeah, the first yeah. real one. All the <laughs> other ones were shit. Wait, what podcasts <laughs> have you done? Uh, I've done Santis. Oh, I like Santis. A couple other ones, but uh, you know they're they're still good. Yeah, Santis is good. Santis is legit. I I've, not only have I done his, but in March she's gonna be uh, on this podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah End of so. March. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like coming. We're doing uh, we're doing a Colombian show at. The yeah, yeah. So he's gonna come. He's gonna be in town anyway. So I'm gonna get him one of those uh, days. Okay. Bring him on. He's he's an interesting fucking guy too. Yeah, and yeah. one of those nice, one of those very positive, but real positive, not like uh, fake. Po- he's an actual good dude. You know. Yeah, I don't know. He's really nice. He's like, but like he's. He's almost too. You're concerned about him and his niceness. You're like. You think that he's naive and he's gonna get fucked over? Yeah. But he's not dumb. He's nice, but he, like I said, it's it's weird because he has um, his level of niceness it's, and his wits it's, don't go together because he's way uh, sharper than the niceness would. Ma- you think you could take advantage of him, but he's not. He's she's sharp. No, it's not that he'll get fucked over, but he just agrees to whatever. I just sometimes I say I'm like, yeah, okay. Just, Let's just do this. It's like, yeah, I'm like, all right, man. Like, yeah, but it's you. It's different. Yeah. He's not gonna. He's because he's sharp. He won't let himself get fucked no. over. But he seems like he would because he's because he's a. No, he's just he's a he's nice just, dude. No, he's just no, he's just too. I'm not saying he's naive. He's just too nice. Like he'll just give you whatever you want just for you to be okay. Yeah, he's a good dude. Yeah, he's not naive. He's he's just like no, I want you to be fine. So yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Like, he's just a good. But he, like, I don't know, Santi. You need a manager. <laughs> you need be, some, yeah. He, yeah, I don't know if he needs a. Yeah, he might need a manager yet. He's doing good in New York though. He's getting a lot of shows. He's yeah, lot of shows, he's yeah. built it up himself, which yeah. is also not easy to do, especially in that no. city. There's so much. Yeah, yeah, he's done a good job. Yeah. Plus, he's like now he has the whole uh, Colombian uh, thing going. The drugs, yeah. Uh, yeah. So he's bringing the illegals here. Yeah. Uh, now he's got uh for those of you who are in New York right now, which I know because two drink members, there's a lot of uh, n- well New York area, the tri-state area people. Uh, what's it called? The the it's, it's like hilarious Colombians or something. hilarious Colombians and, and they, they went to Philly they sold out there they go I think it, it went to Miami Philly 
somewhere else. I don't know. They're coming here. Yeah, they're coming here. So they got to cross the border. Which is going to be tough for them. I know. It's going to bring back memories, yeah. I'll be like, look, we did this once. <laughs> I don't know if we could do this again. The Canadians might be more sharp. They might be wise to us. Uh, at least it'll be warmer, so they won't have to battle the snow. You know, you know what I wonder? Because they're coming up here, and there's like they kind of know there's Latinos up here. We're gonna get a fan base. What I wonder is like for myself, I'm going to Toronto to do like kind of the first time to do my own hour. We have no idea on whether fans exist out there, fans of my type of comedy, fans of, in Toronto. You know, I, I like I'm more confident putting up a show in New York. I know people are gonna show up than I am in my own country. I Isn't think, that crazy? Well, I think in Toronto you'll have a fan base just because of the, the sheer number of people. I find it harder here. Well, here it's because it's home, so I've developed a fan base. It's different, but in Toronto, it, I don't know. Like, it, it could be exactly what you said. Yeah, of course, there's people that listen that watch, but I have no clue because when I think of Toronto, I think of my Raptors, right? But that's literally it. I don't have any real connection to the comedy scene there, so I don't know if they give a fuck. No, I think they do. I think them over there. It's like the French scene here. People just want to go see comedy. They don't. Mm. It's almost like whatever. Who's on? Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Let me just go see who what's happening. On the English side here, it's tougher to get people out. Yeah. Here's kind of like, nah, you're battling with like all kinds of, you know, Netflix, movies, all that stuff. They want to do anything but comedy. Comedy's like the last thing. We get a lot of people on first dates coming. Which is, uh, by the way, I keep telling people, don't do that on a first date. It's a weird, because if you're a socially awkward dude and it comes up, you're well, not getting laid. Well, just don't sit in the front if you're coming on your front. It's the first date. Yeah, let's go sit in the front and just yeah. get roasted by everybody. And also, don't say stupid. Like, some guys are on a first date and they try to act alpha and they get smoked because... Yeah, yeah, it's not an arm wrestling uh, competition. No, you it's have no, you have no mic. Yeah, you have no mic. Stupid! You're gonna get <laughs> fucked by a professional. But I see that a lot of first dates, and I feel bad every time I'm, I'm back and I see a comedian fucking with someone like on a first date. I go, you dummy, you dummy. Why did you have to act aggressive? Like you could just answer the questions, been normal, but you decided to be like, yeah, I'm because I'm funnier than you, bro. And then like, you're like, oh, oh you're fu-. every time I say that, like, oh, you're so fucked right now. You're not getting laid. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? They deserve it. People yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah I, I just don't like it when they do it because I feel it's not. I'm mad. I feel. I actually feel bad because no. I go that guy's night the way he planned it. It's not ending that way. But I think comedy shows is good for first dates. Just don't sit in front. Sit uh, kind of in the middle. You mean to laugh night. and then talk about the jokes? Kind of yeah, because like you, it cuts that awkwardness. You don't have to like be funny. You just watch other people be funny, and then her she doesn't. It doesn't compute. She's just like yeah, that was a great night. I laughed so much. Laughed. He's hilarious. He's yeah. right. Yeah, what did he great. say? He ordered nachos uh, in a hilarious <laughs> fashion. <laughs> That's my first first dates. I think it's great. Just bring, you know, you have a little meal before. You, know, you talk a little bit too and then watch the show. And then That's it. Go home. Bang a little bit. And yeah. <laughs> bury, yep. bury the body, right? Bury the body. <laughs> yeah. Right beside it. Goddamn. <laughs> That's goddamn strategy. <laughs> <laughs> you, the, the good thing that you, we mentioned on the show, I think uh, two weeks ago we talked about you. We talked about one of the strategies you use when people are filming. Someone, I think it was, uh, it might have been Gino. Someone mentioned how they like that you, you want people that protects the comic. So if you see someone taping, no one has to tell you. You'll go, you'll grab the fucking phone. You'll be like, excuse me, can I fucking help you? Can you delete that? And then you'll wait and s- watch the person go yeah. to the file and delete it. Yeah, watch Which yeah. is amazing. Because sometimes I'll do shows and I see people filming and no one takes care of it. And I'm like, oh, I, don't, I hope I don't get tagged and I hope it's not online. Even we did a show at uh, Paul Baluya's house uh, last um, Saturday. Okay, the Saturday couch. Uh, yeah, uh, the big comfy couch yeah, show. That's it, yeah. And it's basically like 10 people that he knows. They're friend- and then I had to call him later because I realized, I go, wait a second, I just remember that there was a guy not taking pictures. There was a guy actually filming me for a while. And I go, can you just make sure that this guy doesn't fucking post that shit online? And then Paul's like, oh, fuck yeah, I'm going to tell everyone right now not to. It, at the time, I was like, we're only like eight people here. 
you don't have to do this. Just enjoy the moment yeah. in my head, I'm thinking. But I don't want to, because it's so small, I don't want to stop the show, like at a club where I'll be like, hey, man, put your fucking phone away. Right? It'll, it'll be too weird in a room with 15 people, you know? Yeah, we try to mention it at the beginning of the show. And, you know, when we mention it and you still do it, that's when I have a problem with it. Like, you know, if, if we didn't mention it, I'll be like, look, listen, we're not supposed to film. But if we mentioned it and you still do it, then I'll come and I'll grab your phone and I'll delete it. And I'll be like, there's no filming. I'll hand it back to you. And at one point, the last time it happened, somebody was filming somebody. And I asked him to delete it. So he deletes it. But the next video, was it was a comic one. before. I'm like, bro, oh. what, I'm like, what are you doing? I'm like, what are you doing? I'm like, delete, <laughs> I'm like, delete the video. And I go, I go, is there anything else? He goes, no. I go, I, go, I don't want to see you do this. I go, put your phone down. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I go, the next time. You're, but like, what's yeah. it for? These are like the people that go into green rooms and steal food for later. Like, what's, the, what's this for? So you could jerk off watching this later? Why are, we, why are you taping this? Either way, it's not going to be good for the comic. Whether yeah, yeah, no, no. But I'm saying, yeah. what's it for? I, have, I don't know. Whether you want to show it to your friend or put it online, it doesn't help the comic at all. No. You should tell the, your friends how good the comics are and come see them next time, wherever they're at. Mm. Instead of being like, hey, watch this for free and not go see any of his shows. I don't understand that. It, buffoonery. Buffoonery is afoot. You, where you put your shows, uh, I know that sometimes other people will take those rooms and try shows themselves. Sometimes it doesn't, it doesn't go well. Like I remember in September, Abba was telling me about a show that he did and he was getting fucking bombarded with, uh, with N-bombs or it, like there was a whole racial thing that happened with him. And it was the same room that you do your show. But it yeah. just goes to show you that uh, no two promoters are the same. No, if that happened at my show, I'd kick them out. Like, you got to leave. Yeah, they stayed there from the beginning to the end. Yeah, and I don't know why he didn't kick them out or ask them to leave. Buffoonery. But, yeah, and, and like, they had my banner as a backdrop. Oh, that's the greatest no. story yeah, ever. Yeah, and I was like, because like, the owner's like, nah, well, nothing's going to happen. I'm like, okay. And then I was like, no, I don't, I don't really want it. He's like, <laughs> and then he kept, he kept kind of like going at it. And he's like, oh, no, no, I'll be fine. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. So I let it go. The banner's there. I'm like, oh, man. Now I'm like, I'm part no. of this. Yeah, because it was a YouTube video, too. They talked about no. Abbott and Rich. Even though I had nothing to do with this show, and now I'm going to get shat on. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, man. Not gonna be I good. heard you guys are racist over there in Strata, Montreal. And I, and I told I told the owner, I go, see, I go, like I told you, it's not a good idea. I, I, I had nothing to do with me. I go, next time, you guys do another show, please do not put this banner up. I don't want nothing to do. I go, even if it's good. I don't want the credit for this. Yeah. It's just mm -hmm. like I don't want yeah. the blame for the yeah. whole uh, yeah. yelling at Abba. Yeah, if it was my show and that happened at my show, I'll take I'll take the blame. I'll, mm -hmm. I'll, I'll you know I'll own up to it. You do all the time. Uh, every time I've heard you drop n bombs to comedians that are on stage, <laughs> you're, well, they look like who the fuck said that? You're always like it was me. Yeah, well, it, you know, it makes me. it makes you tougher. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting ready for the big leagues. You throw me off sometimes. Sometimes you throw me off when you do it right before my punchline. I was like, God damn it, man! <laughs> He's carpet bombing this thing. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, but you know. The industry is, uh, that's how it is, you know? Like, you're not going to get, uh, sometimes you're not going to get the, the best audience, sometimes you're not going to get the best comics, sometimes you're not going to get the best uh, owners of venues. You just got to deal with it one one day at a time. What are you thinking of doing you? You want to open up a club? You want to move? What's your strategy? Uh, eventually, yeah. And I would like to partner up with, uh, with strong uh, peoples, whether they're comedians, promoters, owners. Uh, Talking about me? I'm, strong. Yeah. I'm a strong comic. I'm For also sure. strong physically. For sure. You know, good people too and good, you know, uh, people that uh, know how to run a uh, uh, kitchen. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking for uh, different strong points and we'll go from there because you can't do it alone. No. Especially when you run a big venue and especially if you have food, that's completely different. You're changing the, the game, you know, because a lot of comedy clubs don't have food. They have like, you know, snacks, but they don't have food. Yeah. food. Bordell has food food. And they have like a kitchen, a chef, like an actual team 
and it's 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 kind of it's all separated, right? So the kitchen, there's the kitchen staff, there's the manager of the front, there's the ma- like they all, the, everyone has a role, and there's different people. It's That's not it. one guy running the whole thing. There's one person that runs open mics, one person that runs the weekend, one person that runs this. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it's all different. So and that's how it runs, or else you're right, it wouldn't, it would fall apart. That's and it. the food is good there; it's actual food. That's like it's it. real. You could go there as a date, like on a restaurant, and not go to the comedy club and just eat food. It's actual good food. Yeah, mm. Poseidon yeah. knows. He's oh, had, he knows. What, what did you have? Like thirty items on the menu. <laughs> He's tried almost everything on the menu. <laughs> on one podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That one podcast was a taste test. It's like I wonder if I should come back here for a date. <laughs> No, but just the setup of the bordel is really nice too, because they have mm. that they have the bar restaurant next door, mm-hmm. and then they have the club set up where it's kind of separate. But the the kitchen I think serves both. Yeah, both they serve parts. both, and, and I think it's amazing that if you want, you can go early with your date, hang out at the bar, eat, drink, have a good time, and then go watch the show after you've been fed, relax, grab some drinks, laugh. That's they it. they have a good setup. So one stop shop. Yeah, I think they have the perfect setup. Yeah, they have a really good setup. I, I enjoyed it when I uh, when I went there a few times. It was it was great. Oh, it's the, it has the best green room. We already discussed this. It has the yeah. it's a lot of fun. Wait, we just need them to start doing fucking English shows. That's gonna be amazing for. Right? I would I would rock an English show in there. Yeah, but the thing is, they're they're super busy already with the French shows, and I don't know any like the scenes the scenes here. Are, like I'm I'm learning now doing it in French how different the scenes are, and uh, it's run completely completely yeah. differently. But I think they're opening up another side. No, you told me. Yeah. 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 So. Thanks for uh, every. Nobody can keep a goddamn secret. Nobody. <laughs> well, you're not the only one that told me. No, no, I know, 30, I know, I know. Like Thirty-five people that told me. No, so. no, I know, I know. Everybody knows. It's just that yeah. we have a running thing with Mike uh, <laughs> that we can't keep secrets on our shows. <laughs> Mike, it was the funniest thing because a couple of weeks ago we announced on Two Drink Minimum at the Bell Center, and we're like, "Are we sure that we can say this?" Mike's like, "Yeah, of course you can say it." So we're announcing about the Bell Center, this whole thing. Then he's talking with uh, the <laughs> the people at uh, Just for Laughs and at the Bell Center, and they're like, "Yeah, by the way, just remember, guys, uh, we can't let this leak or anything. That's gonna fuck up tickets. That's gonna do this. It's gonna ruin all the promotion for us." Don't and worry. Yeah, Mike's like, <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, why well, it's not gonna leak? Don't worry." Not gonna. After he already said it, and then <laughs> the, a few days ago, they're like, "Okay, it fucking leaked. Someone leaked it. We gotta figure out what to do." And Mike's like, huh. "God, that Poseidon." Yeah. Mike's like, "I wonder how that happened." Like weeks after <laughs> he said it on the show, everything. right? He's the leaker. And then, uh, so he did an interview with like uh, the the newspaper, and then they announced it yesterday. They had to announce it rush because it was it was leaked. And they're like, "I wonder who the leaker is." And it was this is literally a video clip of Mike on the show <laughs> leaking it. <laughs> it was the greatest thing ever. So we have this running gag of we can't keep secrets. Like every time someone's like, "Okay, this is top secret. Let me tell you what I'm talking about," and then we'll say it on the show. Um, so that's why we were. Uh, that's why I told you, like, you can't keep a secret. Because even that, for sure, we've we've mentioned it. I think on the show repeatedly that there's going to be another room, even though it was never officially said yet, and everybody's waiting. We still let everything leak. Yeah, uh, then we did it with our shows even mm. last week, uh, last year, just for laughs. Like, okay, so you can't say until we do the pre-sale until this is announced, and then we're like, yo, by the way, so next week they're going to announce this. <laughs> you guys should wait because 11 a.m. You can buy tickets for our live show. Like, it was the funniest fucking thing. Yeah. We tell everybody first because we'd rather if you're listening to us, if you're a fan, just get access to the information early so that you can get tickets. In this case, I don't think there's anything to be worried about because people will get their tickets. There's enough twenty-two thousand. Yeah, I think it's gonna be. You can't yeah. unless you wait till the last day. You should be good within a week if you buy your ticket. You know what I mean? You have time, and they're cheap. They start at ten bucks. Have, has the um, lineup been announced or no? No, he's not gonna announce it. Okay, so then he doesn't want to announce it. I think you guys have nothing to worry about. Yeah, no, I mean, there's some obvious shit. Like if people come, they're obviously gonna see uh, me and Poseidon there. We're gonna especially before the show, you know. So, but in terms of guests on the podcast, he doesn't want to announce it because. 
first of all, you don't want to put the pressure on those people too, because then you fuck with their heads too. Like, oh shit, now I gotta, I gotta bring my A game. Yeah. And but all the guys that he's bringing, it's gonna. He knows what he's doing. Like he knows the guests that work, so it's gonna be fun no matter what. But also he wants to, t- to assume the responsibility and the pressure. You're not gonna put on your guests. Like, all right, make make these twenty thousand people laugh now. <sighs> you know you can't do that. It's it's uh he's doing it very yeah. professionally. He's doing it very. I, I'm absorbing everything, but he's very confident in what he's doing. Yeah, but like I said, from the podcast I've seen, he's he's uh, so entertaining. He's engaging. Yeah, I don't, dude, I don't it's, think it's gonna be a problem. For oh, him. it's uh, I'm telling you right now, it's gonna be a historic night. It's going to be a historic night. Like, um, not just in terms of the size. The sheer size is historic. Biggest podcast there. But I think we're going to be talking about this. It's going to... It's not something that you want to watch later recorded. This is one of those things where it's going to be an event. You want to be there. Mm. It's not... Like, I keep... I, I try to explain to people. Like, oh, is it going to be available on Patreon later? Even if it is, forget that. First of all, I don't know the rules. Because, you know, with Just for Laughs, they're filming rules. They, yeah. I, they wouldn't let me film my hour last year. Mm. So, they have their own... Yeah, because they own the rights. They own the rights yeah, or yeah. whatever the fuck. So... I don't know about the filming aspect, but what I do know is you're going to have 22,000 people. You're going to have Mike there, seven or eight of his guests that he chooses. Poseidon's there. I'm going to be there. Jan's going to be there. Fucking Michelle's going to be there. Like Everyone that they know from the the Mike Ward extended podcasting universe is going to be somehow there doing something. Involved, yeah. So it's an event. It's not just, a, oh, let's go watch them talking mm-hmm. and leave. It's going to be one of those. It's like a wrestling thing. You know, yeah. there's a fucking running with the chair. Like it's it's, <laughs> it's like '90s yeah. wrestling where you don't know. You're like, what the fuck is that? Is this real? Like, what the fuck? You know. So we're gonna have a lot of those situations. So it's that's something worth it. With the money, the tickets start at ten bucks. What show are you gonna watch at the Bell Center for ten bucks? No. Yeah, nothing. Nothing. Nothing like that. Especially with all these comics, it's never. Yeah, if it's starting at ten bucks. I don't, I don't see it not selling out. That's why he did it, because it was first, they, they thought to do a strategy more about making money, but his strategy wasn't about making money. His strategy was about um, making, yeah. yeah, the huge event, making a historic mm-hmm. night. By the way, you said all this, you got me so hyped up right now, bro. I'm just like, oh, That's yeah. why I'm the hype man. That's oh why. Oh, my God. That's why, that's bro, why I'm, I'm bringing like the hype. hyped up for this. Yeah. Like, I was hyped up already, and then you said all this, and I'm like, That's nah, the role I requested from Mike. I'm hype, hype. The role I requested was before the show starts, I want to be the hype. I want to go out there, make the announcement, get everybody all riled up, and then bring uh-huh. Mike out. Because I'm actually, I'm personally so hyped, I feel like it's contagious. Yeah. Because it's it's one of those. And th- another thing that's what I was telling you before, projection. Your brother does this shit too. Where Mike was just thinking, he's like, I'd love to do at the Bell Center. I love, and he was projecting it. Like, I want, and then he gets a phone call and he started laughing. He's like, I was, and he thought about it. I think like the night before, the day before, he was actually in his head talking about. It. He's like, fuck, it would be nice to do it at the Bell Center. And then when they called him, he's like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, he put it out there. He put it in the universe. He just kept saying like positive things. Like, I think I could do this. Like, instead of most people, they're scared. Like even me, my stupid ideas. I started the past couple of years just saying them out loud, and then they happen. Even Joe Rogan was a dumb idea that I said a couple of years back. It was a year before we ever went on. I said, uh, I feel like one day I'm going to be on Joe Rogan. I'm going to do Joe Rogan. That's my, I should, I should you know. I love Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. Yeah, because I, I love Joe Rogan. Yeah. So I was like, I, I'd love to go on there. I think uh, it would be fun to go on there. I'd love to, you know, you see the sense of it. He's the kind of guy that, you know, right now that's what podcasting is. You know, like he's at the forefront. And I was putting it out there. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And it ended up fucking happening. Also, Joe Rogan, he brings he brings out all the issues nobody wants to talk about, mm-hmm. and you know sometimes he has a different view on uh, on certain subjects, and nobody messes with him because he's so big now, you can't you can't fuck with him really. Yeah, no, not just, he 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 found he did same thing. Mike found the key, and uh, fuck, uh, it's you're here too, so your your brother does it as well. The key is that's how you don't get canceled. Is instead of being dependent on someone else, all the guys that I mentioned, your brother Mike and him build their own audience, their own fan base, 
they know what to expect. You're not trying to please a network of different people that move with like the ocean that the, their minds could change from day to the next. Say this and the next day, oh, I'd say that it's bad. Instead, you have your own fans who accept you and they'll support you. So you're the boss because they're the boss, right? So in the end, you don't have to be nervous. Oh, fuck, can I say that? I'm gonna, who's going to, Joe Rogan, it's his own thing. Who's going to cancel him? Like this podcast, right? Who the fuck's going to tell, oh, I'm going to call your boss. They're going to take your podcast off the air. What are you talking about? Who? Yeah, I'm the boss. Fuck out of here. You know, it's, and Mike did the same thing. At the beginning, the media companies were like, oh, podcast's not going to work. I think he tried maybe to get it on TV. I don't remember what the initial story was, but, you know, they didn't take podcasting seriously. And now, Mike has better numbers than anyone else in Quebec, re- like shows on, on, on network TV. Well, it's getting bigger and bigger. The yeah. You, uh. Like YouTube and things that people want to watch and listen to are getting, it's easier to watch on YouTube than to watch it anywhere else. Yeah, you just fucking put it on your phone and you're yeah. watching it. It's also available right there, whereas... Even Netflix, you got to wait for these episodes to come out two years later or yeah. whatever. It's not, you know, you're like, nah, I don't want, like, you, you watch one season and then you got to wait like a year to go watch the second season. Well, they People have to make that. it, Sid. They have to fucking make it. Yeah, well, no, but I'm saying fucking just make it yeah. all together. Yeah. Well, they don't know if it works. Yeah, but it's a cost, loss, uh, costs a lot of money. I know what you're saying. But though. also those shows that they buy the rights to, like uh, fucking, they, they recently got Vikings. Is it any good? Uh, it's very good. They have like five or six seasons, and then I'm like, oh, I'm excited to continue the show. And then I go on, and they only have two seasons. I'm like, oh, yeah, the rights. Uh, yeah, it's very complicated. Yeah. But also, when you wait that long, you lose interest. It yeah. happened to me with Game of Thrones, you know, like between uh, season five and six or whatever. You're just like, nah, okay. Like, well, dude, that's a big I fucking can. show. Like, yeah. I, I don't watch Game of Thrones, but it's still a big, f- that's a big thing to make. What do you think? It's going to be ready next week? I think it's going to be ready next week, but maybe you should just film all together instead of. Waiting and then what? Wait ten years for the first that, episode. That shit was no. expensive. Yeah, that shit was expensive and hard. Um, now, now you know what you're doing. You're acting like a goddamn millennial who just wants everything handed to him. <laughs> yes, <laughs> instant. No, yes. Uh, the I think no, it, it, it costs. It'll cost the same whether they film it in one, let's say, in one shot. Yeah. Than in like waiting. But they gotta write it. There's a lot of stuff that. Yeah, well, it's not like it helped. I don't think this fucking time off wasn't good. You didn't watch the last season? The no, last I didn't season? Wa- I, Bro, I, it, was, it was shit. I, I've already said this too. I can't watch it now because these are the type of shows that you have to get in with everyone in the beginning mm. so that you have like every Sunday, 8 o'clock, you know you watch it, you're done. For me to get into a show that's an hour long per episode and there's eight seasons of it or six seasons, where am I going to find 36 months to just <laughs> sit down <laughs> and watch this stuff? <laughs> it's just too crazy. <clears throat> so that's the kind of events that you try to... I try to get into some new shows. I try to get into Watchmen when it started. I watched a couple episodes because I like Watchmen, and I was like, fuck, this is not the Watchmen. This is just superhero versus racism. Like, I was like, I don't, this is not what I expected. Yeah. So I didn't, you try to get into new shows, and some just don't work. Have you watched uh, Stranger Things? Yeah, I've watched all the Stranger Things. Okay, so like, because I got into it from the beginning. Yeah, so now, like, you know, from when the kids started to now, they look, they visibly look older. Yeah. They're like, and now they're going to be even older. And it's like, okay, in one year, this guy went from eight years old to like 30. Like now they're like so much older. Yeah. They could have kind of filmed it together. You know what I mean? But if they evolve on on the show, then I'm cool with it. Like, no, but also the time, the time has to be there. You can't be like looking like your baby. And then the guy's like, well, yeah, if they go like next, when the season starts in July, if they go like, uh, remember yesterday when we were in kindergarten, we did that. It's like, then I'd be like, oh, that's fucked up. (laughs) But if they, if they acknowledge that it's been a couple of years or something, you know, the time flies, like I'm in college now. I like that. I like when they evolve. Mm. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, I kept telling him, that's what I liked about it back in the day is that she evolved, you know? But, But then you lose that little aspect too of like the innocence of the kids. And them trying to battle whatever they're trying to, 
to get through, you know? Dude, he, he lost his battle with kids a long time ago. <laughs> and my innocence. Oh, your innocence. I don't want to hear about yeah. this. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that, that's why you like this. <laughs> yeah. He lost his innocence at a young age. But I think podcasting, the other thing that it does for people is not only do you get to know a comedian or a podcaster that you... I think it breaks that barrier. So let's say for ads. As on TV, the return for them is not what it used to be. And they're trying to figure out why. It's because people, first of all, don't watch commercials. They could skip them now. Or they'll do something else during the commercial. And it's not an actual live... It's not the show that you're watching. Like, let's say you're watching Game of Thrones. It's not the Viking or whatever on... It's not the elf on Game of Thrones that's selling you something. It's fucking... It's the product. Whereas on podcasts, it's the actual person. So it's me being like, hey... I fucking tried, I don't know, Colombian fucking coffee. It's fucking delicious. Go to this website. It, and you're like, oh, it's coming from him. So you fuck around. There's a rapport there. And you want to try the product. Yeah. As opposed to just them force feeding you something on commercial that they force fed everyone. It's not as personalized. You're not as connected. That's why there's a better return on podcast, investing on podcast advertisement than it is on any other platform, right? especially in Quebec. Uh, like you look at Mike's podcast, his rates are better than tv and the return is huge because you, your fans are, are um they're attached to you you're like okay so this is one of your sponsors okay so i'm gonna go to your sponsor because it's sponsoring a show i like no i agree but it's also because you know it's it's readily available to you yeah whereas uh some shows aren't you like, like you want to watch show you don't even know how anymore yeah like uh, there's a show i'm watching i just started yesterday um uh, with the new one with uh, Jason Bateman, The Outsider. I, oh. watched, I watched the first episode, and it's on Crave. And I don't fucking have Crave. I got to go fucking go stream this illegally. Yeah. Like, and then I got to go get this. I'm sorry. I got to go stream this illegally. <laughs> and like, Are you I'm going like, to my guy? No, no, no. It's online. So like, I just, I'm just i going to go after this. To my guy? Yeah. Uh, He's going to become your guy. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll see these park extras. You never know. I think he's Sri Lankan. Sri Lankan? You have uh, you guys have a rivalry with those guys? Very shady. Very, oh, very they're shady. super shady, yeah. yeah. But very shady because you got to pay him right away, right? Yeah, you got to pay him right away, but you could bully him a bit. I bully. He's a little nice. You could bully him a little bit. You could bully him on the price. Okay. Be like, what if? Okay, you want a year? What if for a year you give it to me this much? You could fuck with him like that, unless he's already at his limit because everybody bullied him. <laughs> One time I saw a guy. I actually felt bad. A guy was yelling at him because he. Um, he printed the wrong card. Dude, one time I heard him on the phone. I called to complain about the TV. And instead of putting me like on hold, I guess there's no hold button there. He had just a phone on the counter. 15 minutes, I didn't hang up because I was listening. Because the guy honestly wasn't trying to fuck with me. He, he couldn't talk to me because he was fighting with a guy uh, at the counter. The guy's like, you fucked me. That's not what I bought my fucking money back. But sir, no, no, no. And the, the guy's like, you stupid motherfucker. And they're arguing. And I was like, this is so entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, should I bully the... Domino's, uh, Domino's Pizza employees. Why, bro? How fat are you? What are you doing? You have this, to bully the... This is not making you look good. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it, it, it was two hours and they hadn't brought my pizza. Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah. So Did they just forget? Uh, no, they, they got lost. They got lost? Twice. This was to get to your house? Or say yes. Work. Mm. Yeah, well, it's amazing there. Yeah, it's me. amazing there, bro. Like, that's... Did you, anyways. Did you get a free pizza? Yes. At least. But, but you also got free saliva in there, guaranteed. No, no, no. They were very... Yeah, that's I, if he's lucky. No, no, no. Because yeah. on dick. the phone... Because <laughs> the thing is, I'm not, I, I, I'm not stupid. I, I was nice on the phone. I was nice to them on the phone. But when I showed up, like, the pizza was already ready, right? And then I show up. Oh, was it? It's so already ready? Yeah. I go to... I was, I was upset. It was, like, fucking 11.30 at night. I was supposed to eat, like, two hours ago. 
So I go and I yank on the door, but it was locked. And you just hear, don't, don't, don't. Because the whole, the whole front window like shook. Yeah. You know? And then the girl, she was preparing a pizza. She like freaks out. She's like, oh, what the fuck? You know? And the guy, the guy runs from the back. He was in the back, runs up front. He's like, what the fuck is going on? I go, and he comes, why are you, why are you laughing? <laughs> <laughs> I got something great here, and the fans are going to love it, but I will not show it to them. They're going to have to wait. For the next episode of Two Drink Minimum. Okay. This is bullshit. I'm going to show it to you, though, after we're done. Okay. But this is incredible. Oh, I'm curious. You now. should just announce it now. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not announced. They have to watch the video that was just made. But I'm going to save it for... Uh, is it, is is it, it of me? Does it have to do with this? It, it's the, it has to do with Poseidon. It has to do with Poseidon. And Domino's? Right. Do they have the fucking... The it has to do with no. You can't see it. It's, it's not the, public. Do they have oh. the security footage of you fucking going in there? <laughs> no, but there is a uh, there's a certain celebrity that um, sent a message to Poseidon, and uh, it's fucking hilarious. You can't. What are you grabbing your phone for? It's it's to me privately. You can't. You said he sent it to me. No, to me about you. It's about you. Oh, okay. It's a video about you. He's oh, talking I'm to you. So what happened with the dominoes? Yeah, what happened with the dominoes? Yeah, bro? So the guy runs. <laughs> Oh, but now you took me out of it. I'm super fucking curious. Oh, but I can't because it's going to be so good. So good when me and Mike put it on the show live on Tuesday. Oh, it's going to be hilarious. So how'd you rob the Rob Domino's? Yeah, how'd you rob Domino's, buddy? <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> the guy comes to the door and I'm staring at him like this. And he goes, it's a good we're, like, we're closed, you know? I go... I come to the side door. <laughs> so the guy goes, he goes, excuse me, sir, uh, what is wrong? Uh, I go, uh, do you find it normal that I've been waiting two hours for my pizza like this? And he goes, uh, what's your name? And I tell him my name. And he goes, ah, oh, yes, you, like, because uh, for work, I order, I used to order often, so they know me. <laughs> they have, like, a file on me. <laughs> Bro, they're always going to come in your pizza now. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not, I'm not going to order. They have a file on <laughs> me. But I'm not going to order again. That's how give you. The, give them the Poseidon special. Yeah, yeah. They have a file on him. Every time he orders the pizza, there's a special alarm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Poseidon. So, uh, but it wasn't the first time, so they should know the way around to your place. Yeah, exactly. But it, was it a different delivery guy? Yeah. Probably. So then there yeah. you but go. But then why did it? Because they're like, oh, we sent the new guy. I'm like, but you, you know already. Why send the new guy? Why not send somebody who knows the way? Well, what? You know Dude, what I mean? that's not how it works, right? They don't have like eight people sitting there. Yeah, they're stuck. You the go, it's just whoever gets the fucking order first. Yeah. They got to send out these fucking pizzas. It just happened. It was the new guy. What was his name? Hmm? What was the new guy's name? I don't fucking know. Okay, uh, but you were you were faking you his say, accent. Did you, say, did you say Patel? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what so the fucking fuck, bro? <laughs> <laughs> so Rakesh Patel. Okay, how was he? What did he do? Well, how was his accent? Hello, my friend. How okay. You so uh, I think that the detectives here at the podcast have deduced <laughs> a certain area of the world that he could be from. Now, how old was he? Uh early twenties. Was oh, a young guy. Yeah. Oh, when you did the accent, I thought it was like an older man. But that's how he fucking spoke. What do you want me to tell you? This guy has a hard, so he wasn't born here. This guy has a harder accent than I do in French. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably his first day on the job. He doesn't know the city. You're giving him shit. Bro, the guy's new to the country. <laughs> He's like, thank God I got a fucking job. I get to drive a car around. It it's, smells nice. There's food. It's mm-hmm. fucking cold. His <laughs> first yeah, his, his first delivery. <laughs> He's a little cold, but he's like, at least I'm free here. I get to make money. His first delivery, this guy. Hey, bro, what the fuck? <laughs> you think it's normal for me to wait two hours for a pizza? 
He's like, I used to, I used to not eat for a week. <laughs> yeah, bro. We don't know what the fuck you think this is, bro. <laughs> you, 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 gave, you gave him shit on the phone too? No, I didn't give them shit on the phone because fear of getting spat on my food. Oh, okay. Getting spit on my food, yeah. So. <laughs> I can see beside well, him. Gonna... Slapping a little Pakistani it's... man. He's like, I'm so no, sorry, no, no. sir. You, just... you... No, but he was nice about it. Like, he didn't even try to charge me nothing. He just gave it to me. He's like, okay. Yeah, he's not getting paid per pizza. You... Yeah. yeah well, he doesn't and he even place. thanked me after. I don't know why he thanked me. He's like, sorry and thank you. <laughs> thank you for ordering, you fucking idiot. Thank you for oh. your patience. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, thank you for you not ordering have. him. Oh, that's what he meant. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> The last guy had me suck his dick. <laughs> like, what did you think was going to happen? Mo, I'm pretty... I don't... Look, I've had some situations recently with ordering food from Uber Eats. But I, I, I try to be focused on who to blame for the problem. Like, I ordered from a pizza place uh, in Laval. And they brought it to me, right? But I ordered... The big thing was the pizza. And then I ordered, like, some sides. But the guy came, no pizza. <laughs> So I just had the sides and two forks. I go, what the fuck is this, right? I paid for everything. What's going on? He's like, oh, this is the order. So I got fucking pissed. I look at the receipt. I go, no, clearly there's a fucking pizza here. So I'm like, this cocksucker. So I call the fucking restaurant, right? I start bitching. And then they were honest. They go, look, I'm honest with you. The guy, the manager takes it. He's like, yeah, I see your pizza right here. It's not delivery. I go, Del- delivery guy fuck up? He's like, nope, it's our fault. We didn't give him the pizza. This is 100% our problem. What do you want to do? I go, well, can you just send me the pizza? He's like, uh, nope. Then I'm like, all right, well, then. Can you refund me the money? Because I'm not going to just eat the sides. And then he's like, look, this is what you're going to do. You're going to call Uber Eats. You're going to you can call Uber. You're going you're to complain online. They're going to give you a number or whatever. Uh, you're going to tell them that you want a full refund because they're going to ask us and we're going to accept it. I'm like, okay. So I fucking call Uber. Well, I start online and then uh, we go to the phone. It's a Filipino lady. In the Philippines, I'm convinced. So I just give me fucking attitude. And we'll says, all right, how, how about this? How about we refund you just the pizza? But you pay for everything else. I go, fuck you. No, it's a whole thing. How about you come pick up? the? Because she goes, well, we already gave you that. I go, that's fine. But that's not what I ordered. I ordered the whole thing. So come, send your fucking guy back. Pick it up from here. And then refund me the whole fucking money. And then she's like, no, because... I go, no, no, look, look. This isn't your decision. The guy who runs the place, the manager, said it's a full fucking refund. So contact them. So arguing back and forth until I said, you know what? How about this? I go, find the guy. Bring him here. He doesn't have to bring me anything. I'll give it to him. He can eat it. Give me the full fucking refund. She goes, we can't send the guy back there. I go, well, then we're in a fucking pickle now, aren't we? <laughs> and then she finally, you know, conceded and said, okay, fine, you're getting a full refund. And they sent me the email receipt, full fucking refund. So I ate the calamari, obviously. Nice. And then the other guy's like, if you come pick it up, we'll give you like a discount. He was trying to be nice to manager, but I said, I'm not coming down there. It was, it was late and all that. I'm not coming down there. Yeah, it's in Laval too. Yeah, it was in Laval too. That's why I told him. I got not in Laval. And then, uh, but I ordered from there another time after that just to see. And they brought the pizza. It was all fine. It was just a mistake, right? But the guy admitted to it. So it wasn't the delivery guy's fault. The guy admitted to what the problem was. So I was, I was like, all right, it happens. But then fucking that bitch from Uber tried mm. to make it a thing by saying, we're not going to give you a full refund. I go, bitch, the, the guy who you're supposed to pay said, I don't want the money. Give him the full refund. The restaurant said, give him the full refund. We fucked up. And yeah, she's still trying to fuck around. I think the way Uber Eats works, they charge you uh, a fee too, right? Mm. So, you have to, so you, they weren't going to get the fee. Yeah, if you're gonna have to order again, you have to pay another fucking fee. Fuck you. Yeah, exactly. I'll order like, again. No, they should have gave you the refund. So yeah, they should. In yeah. the end, I win. Yeah, fuck Uber Eats. Yeah, the, <laughs> but there's been some weirdness. Like one, like Spon- Mike sponsor. Sp- yeah, <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Uber Eats. Uh, head over to UberEats.com. <laughs> but Mike was telling me about a uh, a uh, bicycle, a cyclist that was bringing him subway, and then it oh, just no. disappeared. Like the cyclist c- crashed. So then they go, we canceled your order. But one time, you know what I had? And I didn't know how to deal with it. Uh, it was my girlfriend, and th- it was a lady bringing my food. It was like an older Korean woman, okay? You, but I'd, it took me a while to realize. 
because I thought it was in a car. And then I realized that it wasn't. The lady was like on a bicycle. And she was coming from far, bro. And I was looking at it. Like, what, what do I do? Like, I felt terrible for this woman. Sounds, you know, like, you got, sounds like you got cold food. Eh? Uh, the, yeah, the food was a little cold because it took forever. But I was also like, is this like a joke? Like, I didn't know if it was real until Mike <laughs> told me that his thing crashed. I didn't know that they actually have bicycle people. Like, and I was like, is this real? And my girl was like, what do you want to do? I, go, I tip her extra. Like, poor old lady. Why is she doing this? Like, I felt fucking weird. So I tipped her more than, like... You should like she got I think as much as the food cost. Like I was just I felt weird. I was like, yeah, there's an old lady. I'm making her say like you know how weird you feel like there's an old lady who just biked sweating. It's like here's your food, sir. Like you feel fucking weird. Mm. So um, yeah, I, I gave her a good tip, the little Korean lady. Or you know that's just yeah. me assuming she's an Asian lady. Could be Korean, could be anything else. I'm gonna say Korean. But the cycling, uh, I think they're supposed to stay downtown. I think. No, I don't live downtown. I don't live. I don't live downtown at all. But she was cycling from downtown? No, no, no. It wasn't downtown that I worked okay. from, but it was far. God it was no. far. Yeah. That's messed up, man. Yeah. It wasn't winter. No, but still, they should they should also take into account the, the distance if you're on bicycle. Like, it shouldn't take you an hour to get the other, get to the guy's place. You know yeah, I mean? no, it wasn't. To be to be honest, the delivery didn't take longer than the, the limit. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't a case of, hey, bitch, you're late. It was just a case of, oh, let me look at where it is. And then you look at the, you know, the, the thing and you're like, little Asian lady, like, that's weird. And then you notice the bicycle. You're like, wait, what the fuck's happening? Is this a joke? Because <laughs> I didn't know they could do it. I didn't know it was, I, at first I thought maybe it was a mistake on the app. Until Mike told me the story of the subway thing, the bicycle, the cyclist falling over. I had no clue that you, you're allowed to do it. I thought you have to have a car. Because I think of him, he used to work for Uber. And he had to go, I was with, well, I was with him. He was telling me the process. He had to go get like a, his car checked. Uh, special stuff. You you can't just be like I'm an Uber now. Like you had to get all kinds of shit, no? Yeah, it has to be a certain. Uh, I think you have to be. That's uh, only for uh, if you wanna do a taxi. Type Ta- yeah, 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 but that's all I knew of that Uber society. All I knew was that. So in my head, I thought it's kind of the same thing for delivery. Like you have to have your own car. Like I don't no, know what the fuck. No, they don't care about that. They don't care about your life. They care about the life of the passenger. <laughs> okay, that's I what think, it was. Okay. I think that's mm-hmm. what it is because I think you have to have a car that's a certain uh, age. You know, like you can't be like I think. I think it's eight like years, years or less. Yeah, that's eight it. years or less uh, has to be inspected at Canadian Tire. Just to check oh yeah, off. Canadian Tire. Yeah, that's big. that's the elite uh, garage. <laughs> Bro, I don't get my tire changed there. Fuck Canadian Tire. You don't get your tires changed nah, there either? fuck them. What, well, me, no, I get... I, I, I had a couple of bad experiences there, so I just don't go there. Oh. You know what's fucked up is I had a good experience there. So when I first... My, when I owned my first car, owned, because I'm a fucking stupid, stupid immigrant mentality person, the first car I got, I financed it. Now I uh, now I learned. Fuck that, bro. Lease. Because the second the finance is over, that's when the fucking problems start with these goddamn cars. So um, I was very... It was my first car. It was a 20... When did I get 2013, no? Mm. So I was always like nervous. I don't want to fuck it up, right? Bro, don't I hit this fucking pothole? Fucked up everything. Like, I got a... So I went there, and they're the ones who... <coughs> they had taken it out of the tire at night, and the guy checked it. He's like, oh, it's not a flat. This is the problem. They fixed it for me. And they didn't even charge me. Oh, Cause, yeah, because yeah, it wasn't what he thought. He goes, hey, it's something small. And the bumper was fucked up, and the guy fixed it. He's like, this is going to last maybe a year. You should get it fixed. Uh, how much are you? He's like, ah, nothing. Uh, the one here on Lackery. They were okay. super nice. Mm. Twice, they were super, super nice. So that's the relationship I have there, like, in terms of my experience with the car thing on Lackety was fucking amazing. I've never been to that one. I've been to oh. the other ones. I've only been ones. to this one and yeah. they both times dude they were nice and one time I went to do something I was with you. What did I change? I, it wasn't tire it was something else the, I, I got them to check and they fucking it was super cheap. Like they charged me barely anything. Like they were re- really reasonable. So that's my but all my stuff because I got my car from Ford and I paid for that maintenance during the lease. So I just bring it there and they do everything now. 
Um, my tires, they're there. I don't have to bring them with me. They're there, and they okay. change them whenever they have. Um, but the experience I had with them here on Lackady, they're fucking top-notch. No, another guy that uh, does all that stuff for me in his, in his home garage. Who, Avi? My buddy Avi? You know no, Avi? it's a guy uh, in uh, San Lazar. He does that, like, if you have tires on rims, which I do. Yeah. He just changes your tires for 20 bucks. Yeah, he my buddy a, Avi is, he, is doing that. He has a lift in his garage. You just go. 20 bucks takes him like 10 minutes i'm like i gladly pay him like here you go i don't have to yeah. wait in line nothing goes like three mm. o'clock you show up at three in and out oil changes maybe 15 minutes 20 bucks yeah he's good yeah my, my buddy avi used to do that for me he yeah. does it now too but f- for me uh just that since i got the maintenance package he told me it's better just go to ford but uh, he used to when i had a flat or anything i would go to him and he would help because uh, he's a good mechanic he's a, a mechanic by day and then mechanic by night for his friends um, so he used to hook me up with that one time, even my windshield. I, I had a crack on my windshield and it got super big. Oh yeah, I remember that. He switched it out. He he found me the proper windshield. I got it for cheaper because he knows guys, you know, in the industry. And then I just basically I paid for the windshield. And then he he didn't want to take anything for labor, but I, you know, you still fucking give him. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's super reasonable. And um, yeah, so it's good to know a guy do that kind of stuff. I remember the windshield thing. It was funny because I had made a Instagram video because they were taking out the windshield. They were kicking it and all that stuff. And I was like, guys, I came here for an oil change. (laughs) 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 They were breaking the windshield. (laughs) So he fixed all that, yeah. Do you remember this Canadian tire that accused me of stealing a lighter floor? Do you remember I wasn't with you. You told me, but I wasn't with you. Yeah, yeah, and the legend of Poseidon continues. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on that note, I gotta get going. No, 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 no. we gotta hear this. We gotta. You can't just bring that up. And you got. And then, well, you gotta bounce, right? Yeah. Okay. So say this story. Okay. So I needed. I had bought this shitty lighter. I don't know why I fucking bought it. And I really liked it. I wanted to use it. It wasn't working. So I went looking for lighter fluid. And uh, what I did was, I, I went into the one of the. Um, I went to where the lighter fluid was, and then I. I I think because there was a seal, I opened the cap and then there's a seal on the thing to press. I checked to see if it wasn't broken. And then I take it and I go to pay. But as I go to pay, the guy intercepts me. The security guy apparently saw me taking off the cap. You got to pay for that. I'm like, yeah, that's that's what I'm about to do. No, 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 come with me. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? No, no, you were stealing this. I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, yeah, you tried it. You tried to fill up your lighter live. I'm like, no, 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 bro, I'm, I'm buying this. And then they had me wait on the side, and they they forced me to pay for it when I was going to buy it anyways. And I was just like, I was so confused. That must have made you feel weird, though, because you're like, I, you see, that's the difference between me and you. I was so confused. Even I though like, I was going to buy it, because they would do that, I wouldn't buy it. I'd be like, you can't for- I was going to buy this anyway, but now you forced me. Now I don't want to buy it. But I was just so confused in the moment. I was just like, what just happened? I didn't, I didn't know what hit me, because like, <laughs> you know, usually I do... Uh, anyways. But, but when he intercepted you, were you at the cash or you were walking? I was walking it? towards the cash. Okay, but you were holding it. I was holding it. So what's the problem? I don't know. It's just I, I had never been accused of anything like, like shoplifting. So wait, like, you're walking with it in your hands? You're walking yeah. towards the cash and the guy goes, yeah. hey, you got to pay for that, buddy. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that's what I'm going to do with it. Yeah. That's what I would have said. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm doing. And he's like, no, 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 I saw you put lighter. Yeah, yeah, but am I still holding it? Am I not going to cash? You fucking buffoon. See, that's the difference between me and you. Me, I'll fucking go straight. Because, no, like, it's shoplifting. And I was just so con- I was so confused in the moment. I was like, what is he saying? Shoplifting. You want to turn this shoplifting into an ass-kicking, sir? <laughs> Keep fucking talking. Because, like, at the end of the day, I don't look like someone who shoplifts. So I was just so confused. I was like. You do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with Sid on this one. If I had a store and you came to the store, I'd watch you. Yeah. Oh, man. Like, honestly, yeah, yeah. I don't... Look, I'm not sponsored by Canadian Tire or anything, but that employee should have got an award that month. 
Because you're the type of suspicious person they're, yeah. they're taught to look out for. Like, when I was young, I worked at the pharmacy, Jean Couture, and they had the most... I got to get a copy of this fucking thing. It, um, thank God I have witnesses, because at the time, I worked there, Viron worked there, and Milton worked there. So I have witnesses of this video. They showed us a um, don't steal and watch out for thieves video, okay? Oh, you don't uh, steal yourself? Don't steal yourself if you work here. And uh, now That's the reason they did it is because one of the Latino guys that worked with us kept stealing stuff. Ah. And, and, and like chocolate bars. But the funny part was it felt to me, I was like, my life is a fucking sitcom. Because while we're downstairs watching the video, it's like, the don't Lati steal. The Latino guy stealing chocolate Latino, bars? Latino, I look at him and he's like this. Yo, check the gala, man. And he's eating chips that were stolen from next door. And I'm looking at him. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? What reality is this, right? He's the, like, yeah. fucking. Because he was the, he was the, making fun of them getting caught, not stealing. The Latino guy's like, why am I not in this video? Yeah. So, But then we're watching the video, right? And I'm like, okay, I understand. You know, people are suspicious. Like, this is common sense type of shit, right? Bro, don't you know the key, the displays, the key, like let's say where you have yeah. sunglasses, where you spin it, it's a giant display. Don't they show a video of a guy walking into the pharmacy, taking the whole opening display. his jacket, putting the display in the display's hanging out, and walking out with it? What? Who lets this happen? Why does he need to put his jacket over? It's covering nothing. It's a display. That is a pointless. That Jesus crime Christ. is never gonna happen in real life. That's, That's not a real life crime. So you're watching this and you're like, these people are buffoons. That's why the Latino is stealing everything and eating it. <laughs> they're they're all fucking idiots. They're all they're all idiots. A lot of bosses and companies are dumb. And I think that was my first time growing up where I started to realize that just because someone has a position doesn't mean they're intelligent. That is true. I noticed this at Best Buy. Yeah, you know, it's because I used to have that whole, when you know, you're young. You yeah. think that title dictates behavior and vice yeah, versa yeah. and all that. It does not. It does not. That's when I was like, fuck, man, how do you, how do, you do your job? And then you're like, how did this imbecile get there? Sometimes they're just there for years yeah. and years. Right place, right time. Yeah, sometimes yeah. they know the right person. Anyways, I got to get going. You know what, Poseidon? We're, we're going to get going in a minute, too. We're going to go in a minute, too. You want to sit oh, down for a oh, minute? You are? Oh, yeah, okay. I just want to promote oh, okay. some stuff here. Okay, I, where, know. I, thought, I thought it was going to keep going. Uh, you never know. But the website, straight out of Montreal. It's, it's uh, mtlcomedyclub.com, mtlcomedyclub.com, or you could go straight out of Montreal.com. I own all that stuff. I like that. By the way, yeah. it's easy for you guys because whether you're listening right now on Apple, whether you're watching us on the YouTubes, in the description, I put the links. Why? Because I'm fucking good at business. So you click on those links and right away it takes you to the page where it shows you your upcoming events and it has links to tickets, right? Yeah, everything's there. And I do, not only do I do numerous shows with you, so surprise, he doesn't mention who's going to be on the show. You might catch me. But also I had a little conversation with my buddy Mike Ward who uh, wants to do more English now. He's practicing because there's a fall Canada tour. And he told me one of the guys that he's going to want to work with is you. Amazing. So, so for all you know, you're going to go to a show. You're going to be like, ah, maybe I'll catch one good comic I know too. And then bam, you're going to have a show. Fucking Sugar Sam might be in town. Jumps on. Fucking Mike Ward. Fucking Pantelis. Fucking this dweeb. You never know. We're waiting for uh, Poseidon to do his first set. He doesn't have to do a set. Him being there I'm, I'm not, sells tickets. I'm not, that's not. <laughs> him, him being adjacent sells tickets <laughs> and lighter fluid. Hey, a lot yeah. of lighter fluid is being sold right now. Do uh, Yeah, but I just got to watch him while he's in the venue. <laughs> all the he walks out with glasses. Fucking all the salt and pepper shakers go missing. <laughs> like, what am I going to do at home, bro? I don't need salt and pepper in my house. <laughs> comes to park, comes to park, X starts fucking 
Selling, selling them in the street. Hey, Patel, come here. You need salt, bro. You need salt. No, no, sir. I'm sorry. You need salt. Come on. For sure, you need salt, bro. Don't Go for like your it. driveway, bro. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a, there's an old Indian guy forced to throw salt with a shaker on his driveway so this guy doesn't beat him up. I'm just watching him. <laughs> So straight out of Montreal, mtlcomedyclub.com, right? Not .ca, .com. .com. Like I, I own both anyway, so. Fucking It guy. just drives you to the same website. I do that too. There's different that's stuff. Gangsta, yeah. yeah, that's what you got to do just in case. Some people misspell stuff. No, it's also because some people are rats and then they buy the URL. And that like, happened. Yeah. That's so happened before. I, I people do that shit? Yeah. yeah, people buy similar URLs just to fuck with you. That's some rat shit, bro. Yeah. yeah. If I were to ever catch someone do that, I think I'd fucking... Fun story. When I first got my uh, website... 20, 2008 or 2003, whatever the fuck I got it, uh, which already a lot of my comedian friends were like, you're stupid, don't waste your money, you don't need a website, comedians don't need websites, which also is very bad at business. Yeah. Um, because it was way more expensive to get the .com, uh, I had a conversation like, oh, just get the .ca because you're in Canada. I was like, that's, that's no. fucking stupid. That is a rookie mistake. I'd rather yeah. spend the money now because if someone takes the .com from me, I'm fucked because yeah. .com is a real website. Mm. That's it. .ca yeah. is kind of like a university website. Like yeah, you, it's, it's, it's a second. It's a second thought. You're like, yeah. oh, maybe it was maybe it was .ca. Yeah, you yeah. always go to .com. Yeah. So I did that, and then it turned out to be the best idea ever. I think I have .ca too, and it goes to it. I'm not sure, or someone. I don't know. But .com is the big one. So why the fuck would I? Exactly. But that shows the business. Like people are like, ah, just you know, save a couple of bucks. But that's not where you want to save a couple of bucks. Do you remember the price difference? It's nothing. It's, it's nothing. It's, it's not nothing. that much. Oh, it, then what the hell? Yeah. It's not that much. It was like $5,000. Some sites are more just because the shorter they are, I've realized, the more that they try to charge you. Because mm. that's a good... Like if you want fun.com and nobody has it, they're going to charge you a shitload. Because it's easy. Fun.com. Well, also people resell them, you know? So yeah. they, they buy URLs and then you can resell them if you have a good one. And it was, um, it was happening a lot at the beginning. Yeah, they put laws in for that. Afterwards. But people... So people would buy at the beginning. People were buying like gm.com. And then GM or something had to buy it from the guy that owned it. <laughs> and they'll charge him, yeah, it's 25000 or $2.5 million or The guy whatever. paid $8. Yeah. Oh, shit. And they resell it. And then they put laws into place if they, I think. If it's, it's uh, not yours. Yeah. You know, like I can't go buy. Um, I think if it was a trademark yeah. or something like that. I can't go buy Gatorade.com and then fuck them over. Yeah. But also, if I'm allowed to buy Gatorade right now, Gatorade's bad at business. Like the internet has been existing for a while, sir. Yeah. Get on that. Yeah, but also if you have a new company, but you've already owned that name. Yeah. For a long time, they can't take it from you. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So let's say you own something like, I don't know, Tim Hortons before Tim Hortons came out as a coffee. Uh, brand, they can't take the site. They can't take it. So you got to. Interesting. You got to be ahead of the game. I'm going to go Tim Hortons do you have, with do three you have, S's. Do you have Poseidon.com? No. No, that's for sure taken. It's too. <laughs> it's going to be yeah, some kind of yeah. gods or something. You should look at Poseidon's Palace.com right now. Oh, shit. Yeah. Somebody's going to take it right after this. Uh, yeah, right after this podcast. Yeah. And they're just going to send him messages. You and want it, it bitch? <laughs> and, it, and it's going to be me. I'm going to do it right on my phone. Yeah. Oh, you motherfucker. You should look for it. See if it exists. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's Anyways, with that, uh, remember, guys, if you're in Montreal, uh, the Strand of Montreal crew is always putting on good shows, uh, different venues around the city. So uh, mtlcomedyclub.com. And if you're on Facebook, just look at the links. If you look in the description, you're linked to Facebook, Instagram, and the website. So you're there. You get to tell your friends about it, share it. You also post uh, a lot of funny little memes that make me laugh. Yeah, if you just want to be entertained and you don't, you're uh, your homebody, you don't want to go anywhere. There's a lot of interesting videos, memes, I'll make you laugh. Join, uh, join the page. Yeah, and if you want to get exclusives, if you want to get this podcast early or live, uh, head over to 
patreon.com slash pantelis. That's where you're going to get um, all my stuff. Actually, all my stuff's on uh, Patreon right now. And you get a first new episode of Views of a Simpleton from Just for Laughs 2019 is up there now. Uh, there's going to be a new episode next month. Uh, that's going to come out for everyone else in a couple of weeks, I guess. We'll figure that out. Um, and all my dates are on the website, Toronto, Sherbrooke, Quebec City. Uh, the New York date, has it's May 1st, but we haven't put anything up yet. Me, Mike, Aaron, we'll put up in a bit. Um, we still got time till May. So don't focus on those. Focus on what's happening. And March 13th, Leonardo da Vinci Center with Guido Grasso and Massimo. Get tickets for that. We were able to negotiate and drop ticket prices, which made me happy, uh, to an even Stephen $40. And I have them physical if you want. Yeah, yeah, he has physical tickets if you guys want to buy it. Poseidon, anything else we need to plug? Just these butts. Oh, God. <laughs> Sid, anything else? You got yeah, it? That's it, man. I'm good. Sorry for all the gum chewing. I realized I was chewing gum throughout oh, the whole I, podcast. Oh, did you son of a <laughs> fucking. I was like, mm. yeah, no, I didn't, I I didn't really notice. I think you're so calm in general that yeah. nobody. And you were distant from the mic. Yeah. And having said that, thank you all for listening. Thank you, Sid, for coming. Thanks for having me. Ciao, ciao. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.